0: time our children are going to be dismissed to children's church um brother nick's back there and also today a little blessing for the kids miss tammy sigler is helping out back there uh this morning but our kids are being dismissed and uh and kids we pray for you as you go Uh, we are the children the sons and daughters of God are we not hmm. you know uh, in scripture that means that we have an inheritance that's waiting for us that's incorruptible that cannot be defiled by the things that this world can defile and corrupt uh, it's reserved for us in heaven And it's kept not by your power. It's not kept because you showed up here this morning. It's not kept because you got baptized. It's not kept because, just because, and I hope you all understand, just because you said a prayer. It is kept by the power of God. Isn't that good news? It's so good. Uh, Let's go to the Lord in thanksgiving and prayer this morning. Lord, we love you. We thank you that there is reserved in heaven for us a place. We have a place, God. We have standing. We have position in your house. Wow. Wow, God. We confess, we don't always take that as a wow factor. Sometimes we, we feel entitled to having a place and position with you. Forgive us for our entitlement. We are not entitled to it, Lord. It's a gift that you've given to us. Uh, we are not entitled to it, Lord. It is something that was bought for us. It was bought by the precious blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Help us today to remember the wow factor, God. Uh, Lord, as we, um, as we uh, uh, look to your word just briefly, but we gather for conversation around opportunities that we have, God, uh, for missions and to serve and to send Uh, I pray and I ask that you would just please lead, guide, and direct our time together today. I pray that uh, we will speak uh, that which is wise to speak, and we won't speak that which is unwise to speak. I pray that, Lord, you would uh, use this time to uh, uh, refresh us and encourage us and uh, challenge us, Lord. I pray that it would be a time for us uh, to come and to be mobilized and energized for the work that is at hand, it was your son who looked unto the fields and said, they're white, they're ready to be harvested. But your son who said, oh, we need more workers for this field. Lord, let us be those, the answer to your son's prayer, that you would send more laborers into your vineyard, Lord, I pray. Might we be the answer uh, through our giving, uh, our prayers, and our going ourselves, Lord. I pray these things in Christ's mighty resurrected name and all my brothers and sisters said amen Amen. when jesus said you are the light of the world uh, this was not news this was not new news to his disciples in fact when god had called abraham out of ur of the chaldees this is what he said to him Uh, the lord said in genesis chapter 12 we find this get thee out of thy country and from your kindred and from your father's house Come here, Abraham, I'm going to take you into a land that I will show you. You've never been there before. I'm going to open your eyes to a new place. He said, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm not only taking you to a new land, I'm going to make of you a great and mighty nation. Abraham, you are about to be the the father of, of, of many people. And one day, people are going to sing a song and they are going to say, Father Abraham had many sons and I am one of them. And so are you. So let's just, what? Praise the Lord. Uh, Yeah, Abraham probably didn't imagine that there was going to be a children's song sung about him. But I'm going to make of you a great and mighty nation. I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to make of you a great and mighty nation. Here's what he said. I am going to bless you. I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make your name great. Wow it's so familiar to us that I think sometimes we we just miss the weight of some of these things. Here is this pagan who lives in the land of Ur on the other side of the Euphrates, the other side of the Jordan. And God Uh, speaks to him and says, I'm going to make something out of you. I'm going to give you a place, a land. I'm going to make a nation out of you. I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to make your name great. Wow. Wow. Hmm. And it doesn't stop there. He says, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. And here's the thing. Here's the point. Uh, You shall be a blessing. I'm going to bless you. And here's the purpose. Here's why I'm giving you this land. Here's why I am uh, going to make a great nation out of you. Here's why I'm going to bless you. Why is that? Because I'm more special than all the other girls at the ball? No. Because this world needs to be blessed. This world needs some salt in it. This world needs some light. So yeah, I'm going to bless you. And through you, I'm going to bless this world. It was not news to Jesus' disciples, his first disciples, when he said, you are the salt of the earth. They knew that that is what their identity was as the children of Abraham. That they they were the blessed ones who were to be a blessing. You are the salt of the earth. Yes, we are. You are the light of the world. Yes, we are. But Jesus says, guess what? There's no good use of some salt that has lost its savor. Now, you can look at this scientifically, and people have done this. Well, you, salt can't lose its saltiness. Then let that build the metaphor even more. Right? Rather than let that challenge the metaphor, let's take hold of that. Man, if salt can't lose its saltiness then Jesus is saying something really terribly wrong has happened if the salt has lost its saltiness, right? Something impossible, seemingly impossible has taken place. He says, what good is salt if it's not savory? It's a challenge to his disciples. Hey, what's good of light if light is kept hidden under a bushel basket. No good is it? So it was not news to them. But Jesus wanted to remind them. And encourage them. And challenge them freshly. You are the salt of the earth. Be salty. Be the flavor of this world. Be that which. Which, which takes this beautiful steak. And elevates it. Just a little bit more. Y'all know what I love to do. I love to get some steak. Um, I could eat steak three meals a day, uh, uh, 365 days out of the year. All right. I am a carnivore. My wife made pasta the other day. And guess what she had in it? She had some tomatoes and she had some, I mean, it was beautifully spiced and flavored. Uh, She had some mushrooms in there. And I said, where's the beef? And she said, what is, what is it with you that you always have to have meat? Well, I love steak. All by itself, it's good. I love it whenever you can cook off just a little bit of the moo. And that blood runs through the meat. Right? And you can just put a little bit of salt on it. And sometimes you can just take a bite. And I could just get some kosher salt. Kosher salt, right? Throw it on my plate and just slice off a piece and just dab it a little bit in that kosher salt and take that bite and it just elevates that, that bite just that much. Yeah, I want you to be salty, Jesus said. Now, my wife has a hat that says salty. And y'all should understand this. There's another way that people use the term salty today. And that can mean that somebody is ready to be frustrated and ready to get into an argument. They're salty, right? They're sour. That's how she wears that hat. And I'm just going to tell you all that so that you all can pray for her. Um, I had no point, no other point. No, he doesn't want us to be salty in that way. On edge, ready to have the fight. Everybody in this world is salty that way, are they not? Why don't we be a different flavor, a different savor? Why don't we bring the zest of life? He wants us to be light. So here's the deal. It wasn't news to them. I bet it's not news to us today either. Because you and I know that when Jesus, after he rose from death, he gathered his disciples there and he said, all authority has been given to me under heaven and, in heaven and earth. Listen, I'm, I'm the sovereign ruler of everything. As the sovereign ruler of this whole world, as the one who has authority over your life, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go share the good news that there's a new king in town. Yeah, I know Caesar's sitting over there on his throne. He's not really the king. I know Putin's over there in Russia. He's not really the one in charge. I, I know the election was stole, right? Don't worry about it. There is a king. And I am him. And I need you to be the one to go tell this world. To witness, to testify, to be the ambassadors of this good news. That there is a king who's not like Caesar. How did Caesar get his authority? How did he get his kingdom? Well, he he went to war over it, and he went through treachery to grab hold of his to seize his power. I didn't do that. Right? How does Putin stay in authority? He lies to his citizens. he makes it look like they're the ones they're the they're the martyrs they're the victims in this whole charade oh my goodness every time i hear that I, my head could almost literally explode you know it's just like how in the world are you just bold faced lying i have this vein that pops up right here and that vein just starts pulsing but he has to lie to stay in authority uh, you and i well i know we're worried about lies we really don't even have to be lied to we are just so darn distracted with all the consumer goods we are so darn distracted you know, with all the dainties of life you and i have everything at our disposal at our fingertips yeah, there's liars out there, but that's not how we're being. That's not how we're being persuaded and, and seduced. You and I have been given everything, and that's how we have been seduced. Everything. And we don't want to lose it, do we? Uh, Alexi, one of our friends, is over in Ukraine. Brother Mike and Miss Kathy met him a few years ago, and uh, sent a story uh, last year about him. And going into the, the teeth of the conflict. Alexei has been separated from his family for how long now? Huh? Over a year? His family had to flee out of Ukraine. He stayed in Ukraine, and he's been separated for his family over a year. Our friend... Um, uh, 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 Vova, I was going to say Alex again, and I was like, nope, it's not Alex, it's Vova. Uh, Vladimir, uh, um, uh Vova Happy, uh, as we like to call him. Uh, his daughter was a week old. And he had to send her away to, uh, to uh, Czechoslovakia. And he's only seen her a couple times throughout this last year. I was talking to Brother Mike about this. We can't even imagine that. I can't imagine if I had to pack my my wife and my children and say, y'all go get out of this nation because it's not safe for you here. How? People have done that throughout the years, throughout the centuries. You and I, we're seduced by all that we have. So, Jesus, the good news is Jesus doesn't, that's not how Jesus wins authority. Jesus wins authority by laying down his life. Rising to new life on the third day. And you and I have, we have this, this light. As Paul said, and we looked at it a few weeks ago, we have this light as though it were, it's in this earthly broken vessel, right? But we have this light. We have this good news and it is our job to make sure that we come in here on Sunday mornings and we sing our songs and we fellowship with one another and we let that light shine really, really bright in this room, in part, but is that the whole story? No, it's our jobs, this light is emanating from every fiber of our being every moment of the day hey there's a salty one the good salty right there's a light bearer how do you know that they're a light bearer how do you know that they're a salty one? Oh man well because they told me that jesus said go tell everybody you're a salty one go tell everybody you have light in you no, Jesus didn't say that. What does he say? Be set up on a hill so those walking through the valley can look up and see that there is a city on a hill. Well, how do we do that? Oh, here's what you do. Through your good works. Well, I'm, I'm a little worried about doing good works because I was saved by grace and I can't do anything good, Right? Hardwash. That through your good works, they might glorify God. So, my brothers and my sisters, this was not news to them. It's not news to us. But I hope that just over these last few minutes, we've been re energized a little bit. This light should be emanating through what? Our good works. Our good works. We've talked about some good works uh, last month, good works that we can do. And today, what I want us to do is have a time that we can actually talk about how we're actually going to do those good works. How are we going to help participate with the shower ministry? Because it's one thing to get people in here and them to tell us, hey, they're doing this good work. And we go, man, they're doing a great, excuse me, they're doing a great work. And we go, but we have people who go, I wanna be doing that good work. So let's talk about how we can do that good work. Let's think about African new life. How can we, uh, you know, what's it gonna look like for us to participate in that good work? We said that there's various ways that we can um, that we could support. Do we wanna support um, individual students? Do we want to, as a church, say, hey, listen, we want to come into this village and we want to help fund a, a church plant there? What do we wanna do? Mission 823 we already do a lot with mission 823 but uh how can we uh, uh let, let's just have our wheels churning a little bit this morning uh, here's another good opportunity that we have um y'all know about hope village anybody know hope village anybody not know what hope village is hope village is right down here on 2351 and uh and Hope Village Road, I believe, is the, the cross street there. Uh, right past Clearbrook High School, there is a, a, a residential um, organization, an organization that, uh, that has residents that have special needs. And so these are adult residents. Uh, they have a tea room there. And if you ever go eat at that tea room, uh, their residents are the ones who serve you. Um, they, they, they have some other uh, opportunities there uh, for their residents to have jobs. Well, Hope Village, uh, for years, uh, they would have a worship service over at the Methodist Church. Well, whenever COVID happened, of course, they had to stop the in-person services. And then uh, the, the, the pastor who kind of was the, the one who led that whole uh, worship endeavor uh, over there, uh, after COVID, that pastor moved on to another ministry. And so now for uh, the last number of years, they've not been able to have worship services uh, for their residents. And uh, Kim Brizendine is a friend of our, a friend of mine, friend of our church. Uh, He lives across the street here in one of these beautiful homes. Um, Kim sits on the board of Hope Village, and he invited me to lunch one day. And um, he said, hey, listen, they have not been able to have worship services since March of 2020 and uh, Methodist Church isn't open to them anymore, and I just want to know, would y'all, your, your church be a place that they could have worship services? And so, uh, so we said, yeah, we could do that. And so uh, beginning, actually, on April 4th at 10 a.m., on a Tuesday morning at 10 a.m., uh, they're going to have their first worship service here. And that gives us an opportunity. We have an opportunity for some of y'all to come who have time in the in the morning. Y'all can come and y'all can worship alongside them. Uh, y'all can help. That they like to have a, a cookie and juice after their worship service. That is their Lord's supper, I guess. But no, I was just joking about that. But they like to have cookie and juice. And uh, we'll need some volunteers to help do that. Um, but this is a great opportunity that we as a church have to let this light so shine before men, right? So uh, that's a new opportunity. Here's what I want us to do. I want us to shake it out a little bit, and I want to hear from you. Let's first talk about the shower ministry, all right? Some of y'all have said, I want to be part of the shower ministry. I want to do something with the shower ministry. Would you not just say it to me? Are you willing to say it to your brothers and sisters right now? Who of y'all are interested in participating in the shower ministry? Brother Mike and Miss Kathy? Miss Barbara? That's awesome. All right? Anybody, nobody feel like, oh, no, I don't put my hand up. I don't care if you put your hand up or not. That's between you and God. Right? But as brothers and sisters, we're going to, nobody's shaming or judging anybody here. Right? So Ms. Barbara, Brother Mike, uh, I I know that they're interested in this. There's others who might not be here who are interested in this. So here's what we need to think about. How are we going to participate in the shower ministry? Let me ask y'all this as a church. Would y'all be up for us helping to support those who actually have this shower ministries? We had two different groups that go out every uh, week, uh, one with Friends Church and one um, that is just a group of businessmen who go out and do this. What if we financially took... Some of our f- finances from our mission fund, and we help support that. Would y'all be in agreement with us doing that?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah?
0: yes. That would be good? Yeah. Good, Brother Ron? We probably, you know, they need clothing, so a lot of times people take their clothes to Goodwill or Salvation Army and they sell it for their own needs. Mm-hmm. I think probably we could add that on to be able to have a clothing um, drop off. Yeah. Afford- yeah. and then take it over there where it's organized and it easy for them so we just don't dump it on there. Yeah, church yeah, you know, yeah. So we, we take a little bit of time and make it easy for them. So, so let's think about this. So they need clothing, you always get rid of clothing, don't you? Um, I get rid of clothing um, and, uh, and a lot of times what we do is we go to Shepherd's Nook and we'll drop it there and that's a good endeavor. No, no problem with that, but now we know, hey, we could take our clothing, and we could take it over here, and they need clothing for that, so uh, we would, we'll need somebody who would say, you know what, I could help put a bin out here for our church that would just be here, and, um, and, 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 and I could oversee that there's clothing that's put in there, and then whenever it comes in, As Brother Ron said, I could call up a couple of my friends and say, hey, let's go through, let's organize it. Let's put it in sizes and let's put it in colors or however we need to organize it. And then we'll take it over there to Friends Church, right? That's a way that we can uh, participate. So I want y'all to think, is there somebody who goes, I could be really good at that. I could do that. I'm not gonna make you say it right now in front of everybody. But if that is you and you are bold, you can say it, but, um, but, 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 but we need somebody who would do that. Here's something that I thought about. We don't have a big enough group probably to, to have our own day yet, right? We can't just go, okay, well, they go out Tuesday and Thursday, we'll go out on Wednesday. Um, would you be willing to go help them fold the clothes on Mondays and get those clothes ready on Mondays? Do you have time in your day to do that? Maybe you can't do it every week. Maybe you can do it once a month. Maybe you go, hey, I really wanna be part of the shower ministry and and, and I wanna serve in that capacity. We can't put a group together ourselves. Could you go out with them on Tuesday morning? If that's you, here's what I want you to do. I want you to let me know about it. You can do so now or later, but let me know about it so I can get you in connection. but really what we want to do as a church is we want to know about that so we can support you in that. You're going, you're doing a good work. We want people to know about it so that they can glorify our father who is in heaven. Right. And so, uh, so that's a, a part of it. Um, and so, uh, let me think of this African new life. I want to hear from y'all about this. African new life has several different things that we could do by way of supporting them. We want to support them as a church, I believe. Am I wrong about that? Anybody in a disagreement about us supporting African New Life? No? Okay, good. But here's the deal. There's different avenues of support. African New Life, you can support through, uh, you you can sponsor children. There's child sponsorship. Does that appeal to, is that something that draws our church? If we, if we decide that we want to sponsor children, what we can do is you can take some of that money that you had told the Lord that, Hey, I'm going to give this money to missions this year. You could take some of that money and you could use, apply it towards child sponsorship. Maybe the Lord says, Hey, above the money that you're going to give their faith promise. I want you to uh, sponsor a child. But if we did that as a church, they would connect us to one village. We would all have children from the same village. And and, and the the desire there would not just be to, you know, send our money, but for us to build relationships with these children, for us to build relationship with this village. Maybe we go, okay, hey, look, I don't know that that is the endeavor there. Maybe the endeavor is that we get connected to this village where they already have a school, but they want to build a church. Anybody have any say on this? Anybody have any thought process on this? Y'all don't like to talk, do y'all? All right. Y'all want me to tell y'all what we're going to do, don't y'all? Brother Donnie would say at this point, well, you're the alpha. Just tell him, and we'll do it. How much is it to uh, sponsor a child? Uh, I, I want, I, if I can remember correctly, I believe it's $30 a month. $39 a month. Thank you. $39 a month to sponsor a child. Um, well, we would want to know about it, but that, 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 becomes something that we would, we would want to know who that group is from our church. But, um, but ultimately then the sponsorship would be an individual basis of the sponsorship. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if, and if we did, if we had a group of people who would want to do that. I'd want somebody to kind of lead that because here's the deal as new people come into our church, we want them to know, hey, here's this ministry that we do. Here's something that we do. We 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 sponsor these children over in Africa to go to school, and so somebody can be kind of the ambassador for that, um, not only for our church but beyond our church as well. And that's kind of the same thing with the shower ministry as well. Is 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 we want somebody who will say, man, I I'm I'm eager and I'm energized about the shower ministry, and you know, uh, as people come in, I'm going to say hey, you know what I do? I go over here on Mondays. Every Monday I go over and I help the ladies at French Church fold the clothes and get that stuff ready. Come with me, right? And then build that group so that one day our church can have a group that says we go out on Wednesdays and give showers. And maybe we don't go to Harris County. Maybe we go down to Galveston County. Maybe we go down to the Galveston County Food Bank where we already have a relationship. And we set up there, and we partner with our friend, and we do it there. So yes, thank you. Right. Anybody have any thought process? If y'all, if y'all are thinking about it, if y'all, ha, and I want to know because the church isn't just about me or whatever. I can tell y'all my own ideas, but I want to know. Does anybody go? Hey, I really feel strongly about um, sponsoring children, or I really feel strongly about s- supporting a church plan. That's where I would hope that our our finances that we give would go and bless yes sir well, I, I think, you know, if for yes sir You mm-hmm. want to get so many that people are head spinning. Yeah. And then, you know, get that out, send it out, and let people pray over it. Mm-hmm. And, and come back with a with a with the data for, for, for what you want to do. And the encouragement that we want to participate in one at least one, mm-hmm. you know, maybe more. Right. So I think that's probably a, a better way to allow people to I think that's know, really good. That yeah yeah. Over, over what yeah, I think that's good. Here, here's what I would say, too, is with that is and we had set this up like a, a few years ago where you, Darren and I were trying to put some like policies together. But um, and with that, here's what I would say is and, and we can move on from this today. But um, Brother Ron, I know you have a heart for missions and for caring about our, our mission endeavors and as a deacon and as a trustee in our church, I would ask that you would be part of this, uh, part of putting this this plan together and this outline together. Here's what I would say. Let's just start there. Let's start there and say, who wants to participate with Brother Ron in this endeavor, right? Um, let's put some, let's be like a mission committee of our church. If that's you, if you go, man, I have a desire for missions and I want to uh, help Lead our church in this direction. I'll be part of that. Brother Ron will be part of that. But if that's you, here's what I would a- a- invite you to do is talk to me, talk to Brother Ron and say, I want to do that, and then we'll set some meetings that we can come together and work through some of this stuff together. Yeah. Does that sound good for everybody? Yeah Does that get somebody going, okay, good. Now we can move past this awkward moment in our service. Yeah. All right. Hey, is it okay that we have awkward moments together? Yeah, it's okay. All right. Was it news to the disciples that they were the salt of the earth? Was it news to them? No, they knew that. They knew that that's what they were called to do. It's not, is it news to us? Uh, it's not news to us either. But let's be refreshed about it. Let's be re-energized about it. Let's think about this. There are a lot of people in the valley right now. They're looking for light. They're weary travelers on the road. They're looking for something. And, and, and here's where they're looking. They're looking for it in, in politics. They're thinking, man, we're going to get, the, the, the policies are going to get in place and we're going to get this ship righted. I'm going to just news flash: Politics are not going to save anything. They're not going to rescue us. Anybody who says at any point in America's history, we had a heyday, we didn't. It's never been good. It's been better than some other options, but there's never been a moment where this nation has been the light because this nation is not called to be the light. You know who's called to be the light? Who? Us. The church. The church. So people are looking for it in politics. People are looking for it in consumer goods. Man, man, if I get all the stuff, the light will start shining. And people have gotten all the stuff. In, in testimony after testimony after testimony, of anybody who's got the stuff, they say exactly what, uh, what, uh, what Solomon said in Ecclesiastes. I had all the wealth and I had all the riches and guess what? It's empty. It's vain. There's no light in that. There's no salt in that. Uh, people are looking for it in, 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 in sexual pleasure, and uh, uh trying to find their identity through their sexuality and that's that's not new just so that we know right you, you we we're, we see it in new categories different categories today but guess what there's always been men who found their identity and their sexuality right they had all their notches on their belt buckle right there's been women who've done the same it's not new <laughs> oh my this, what's, it's, it's it's just same old same old. let's not freak out over it just because it's happening in new categories don't don't be deceived like this world gets deceived and people go man if i could get this figured out i will be whole you know what the studies have come back and said people have got it figured out and they're still not whole they're still not whole the, it's, the light is not there. The salt isn't there. Where is this light at? It's in this news, this good news, that Jesus, Jesus is king. And not just that Jesus is king, but that his way of ruling is available. His way of living is. And what's his way of living? Hey, you love God with all your heart and you love others really, really well. You love all the people who are lovely we love? Yes, but all the people who are unlovely we don't love? No, 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 no. You love everybody really, really well. And really, here's where your mettle gets tested. When you love the people who are unlovely. When you love the people who are not like you when you love the people who have an LGBTQ or they have a different pronoun, when you love those people, when you love somebody who voted for Biden and Harris and somebody who thinks, man, they are going to be the answer to our nation's problems. Nobody thought that by the way, just so that we're all clear. <coughs> you, when you love the people and let's do this, when you love the people who think that uh, to, for America to be great again, there needs to be great revolution. And those are on one side of the aisle, are they? We find those on both sides of the aisle. That's how the light's going to come. Nope, nope, nope. Hey, when you love your boss who has just put too much pressure on you and you're patient with him and you're merciful towards him and you don't go and talk about him negatively whenever all your coworkers are talking about him negatively. That's when your metal's tested, right? That's when your love's tested. So my brothers and my sisters, we are called to be salt. Let's be salty. We are called to be light. Let's be the light. Let's go do the good work this week. For those of you who want to participate in the shower ministry, those of you who want to give to Africa new life, those of you who just want to uphold the good nature and the good character and the good virtue that you uphold each and every day. May God see your good works. Uh, Excuse me. May others see your good works this week. May others see you doing good this week. And glorify God in heaven. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. Lord, I love you. I thank you for who you are. I pray that you'd be with us as we go from this place. Help us to be uh, 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 bright, shining in this world that is looking for something bright. Help us to be the true light. Help us to shine bright the true light. Oh, who is that true light? Is it not your son Jesus? The word made flesh. God, I pray. Uh, Be with us as we go from this place. Keep us in your love and your care. I pray and I ask that you would help us uh, to shine bright, and that others would see our good works, and that it would bring not me glory, not even Friends of the Baptist Church glory. We want to be known. Yeah, but Lord, no, we want your name to be known, and your name to be glorified. We pray these things in Christ's mighty, resurrected name. All my brothers and sisters said, amen. amen.